welcome to the Forbes India Cover Story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover is an assortment of stories on the real estate industry in India. To talk about their cover with me are Praveen Palande, editor markets and finance and Shabana Hussain, assistant editor. Thanks for joining in. Thank you. In India or in any other country for that matter, real estate is all about location. It is the location of the property which swings the sales and things have changed as your cover story suggests in the last few years and both the real estate companies and the customers are getting used to this. So in this context, what is your cover story or the array of essays about? What is happening in this industry is that it was always a, always a commodity kind of an industry. like you know, But today things have changed. People have become very conscious about what they buy because they are putting a lot of money. There is a huge supply side happening out there. So a lot of builders out there also want to be known and differentiate themselves. You are talking about this whole concept of location. Now what happens like when you talk about location, then you have to also understand that locations are costly, right? I mean like the land is costly when we talk about location. So when a developer wants to set up a project at a location location area, then he has to basically put in a lot of money to buy that land. Now when that happens, he cannot have a commodity kind of a project happening there. He needs to have a branded project. So eventually what happens is like, you know, the brands are being created to, in a way, market premium quality, though that's not synonymous. You spoke about two things, brand, commodity. Now, uh, your article also, articles also suggest that this is more about brand differentiation. Now, Shabana, if you could chip in, when we say differentiation, it's easy to understand. In FMCG, you know, Colgate fights to decay. Close-up is about freshness, so clear positioning. Real estate has been about price and location, but the cover story suggests otherwise. So what is changing and what are some of the companies doing? Some examples here. Developers are attempting a lot of things. We spoke to a lot of people. We spoke to brand experts. We spoke to developers. And the conclusion seems to be that, you know, whatever a developer does, whether they tie up with a global brand or whether, uh, you know, they try and differentiate their brand by some other marketing gimmick or whatever. At the end of the day, the developer has to be somebody who delivers good quality projects on time. And that is what matters to the buyer. Tying up with a global brand may create a big buzz for the project or for the developer, but the conclusion seems to be that developers will have to clean up their acts, start delivering projects on time, start focusing on quality, start focusing very importantly on customer service, which has been one of the you know, weak points of the industry. So these are the things that differentiate uh, you know, developers. So what are these? If you can give a, give a couple of examples. Uh, doing things on time, all right, it's a given for big brands. You have to do it. Customer service, satisfaction. So there is no after-sales service as such. So just trying to understand how does this thing work? Why after is this? Sales, uh, yeah, you're, you're right to an extent that it has not been a focus area for many developers, but this is something that developers are increasingly realizing that you have to focus. It's not that you build a project, you deliver it, and then you just vanish. There are builders, for instance, you know, Tata Housing, which told me that after the completion of every project, they go back to the, the buyers and ask them for feedback about the project. There is Sare Homes, which does a town hall meeting along with JLL, which manages their properties across India. They do this every month uh, with buyers across their projects. I mean, earlier, it would be impossible for you to actually get across to a developer once they've delivered the project. Right. 
So let me ask you a little pointed one, both of you, is you have spoken to Hiranandani, Raheja, Mahindra, Loda, Godrej, either the founders themselves or the top brass. So what do they have to say about the current state of the industry? And now these guys have been around for decades and they are changing, these big companies. So what are they doing differently? If you can give an example or two, I read one about companies talking about additional features, think about double glazed windows or tying up with design firms. These are a couple of things that they've started doing, which wasn't heard in the past. So what are the big ones doing and then we'll move on to the small fry so let me put it this way that you know this is really not about you know what kind of windows you have <laughs> i guess it's like you know yeah. most people get this thing wrong like i asked a developer what is so great about you so they say that you know we concentrate on basically kids and basically we want to build our products that are kid friendly now that is not the whole idea i think developers are getting that wrong I'm not talking about all developers. The branded ones that we have featured, the Lodas and uh, Hiranandani and Mahindra, what they are getting right is not that they will have a swimming pool for kids or a swimming pool for ladies or something like that. What they are doing is they are trying to understand the customer from his point of view and what he wants. They are not going by the idea that what they believe is right. Okay, that is the difference out here. So if it's not about swimming pools, what is it about? Say people in the 30s, you generally find out you want to put up a project for these kind of people. So what do they want? In Goregao, Lodha has actually managed to put up a discotheque. Now that is something that is not Lodha's idea. I think like, you know, it has come out of talking to the people out there, the kind of gentry they were getting. So I think it is like that. You know, you have to understand the gentry and if the gentry wants particular things, then you provide it. So that comes with a lot of research. But this is again not a typical market research that we do because the uh, best part about these developers, those who have got it right, maybe because of luck or maybe because of the understanding of the market, is that they have picked up the right areas and the right projects. It could be intuition, I don't know. With all this, there is also this very, very niche segment of the high net worth which some of these big companies are targeting. For instance, the 100 crore penthouse in Gurgaon that was... Uh, offered yes. by the Raheja. So how do you explain that? So that is that is a case of branding going wrong, if I can say so, because that is the kind of uh, feedback I have got from experts in the real estate industry when I ask them about this particular uh, house, because the problem with that particular penthouse is that the price of the other apartments in that project, Rivanta, is comes to an average of, say, 6,000. The maximum price is around 6,500 per square feet and here they are pricing one penthouse at one lakh per square feet just to you know get the eyeballs and to make headlines and to say that you know for the first time NCR market is seeing a one lakh per square feet kind of house which is something very common in the Mumbai market but Mumbai market has its reasons for and they can even justify one lakh per square feet but in NCR the problem is as many you know experts told me that if you have that kind of money you would rather buy a huge palatial you know bungalow in central Delhi in Lutian's Delhi rather than going to some you know sector 70 somewhere in Gurgaon and buying a penthouse so that is a case of market branding brand differentiation going wrong this must be a first even for these real estate companies of having a marketing problem at all right because yes. earlier the brochure would do the trick once upon a time. Now it's not, not just the brochure that you show to the customer, a lot more. So what are some of the companies doing here in terms of marketing? The thing that, you know, apart from this branding things, there is a story on online platform that is big news in that industry and how developers are now looking at that particular area seriously, tying up with these online platforms, like whether it is uh, India Properties or whether it is uh, Housing.com. These kind of activities are happening. And then I think Summer has done two, three interesting stories. One is on 
affordable housing and uh, one is the entire thing about understanding the private equity point of view in this business and the last one what is the immediate future look like i think i would like to mention that we got a story on mahindra world city in chennai i think that is the model for india to follow actually how they went on about building their entire model was first they kind of figured out a workforce and an sec kind of a structure actually making that whole concept of walk to work a reality so i think that is the way you have to go forward it is like you know people build townships and these townships are 40 kilometers away from the city center or where people have to travel to work now that doesn't work what mahindra is doing is creating jobs and homes very close to each other i think if people can crack that thing then that is the way forward i think madhavan's written a brilliant story out there about uh, world cities in chennai that is the way for most corporate guys they are going to figure out efficient models that will like also lead to profitability and a lot of value to its customers so that's the way to look forward i guess yes uh, you also quote pirosha uh, godrej who says that in many ways real estate is a service industry well on on that note it's time to wrap up thank you very much shabana and praveen for your time Thank you. Thank you. And all you listeners you can get this podcast on forbesindia.com as well as on iTunes and to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription message forbes51818.